1: Football will be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for your sports betting needs. Head over to the website and use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. Online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to Olympic coverage, it's the best in the business. From sports right down to your, ve- your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Philly Sports with
2: Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated.
1: Blitz is coming, Hurt sees it, gets rid of it, it's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey
2: guys, welcome back to the giovanni show today i have on the one and the only mick foley what's up giovanni
0: how are you doing my friend
2: i'm great how are you
0: is the light okay here let me see i might be a little better right there we go so as long as you know all of you at home listening watching that i am balancing this uh tablet on my knee for the whole interview just to give you better lighting okay
2: Okay. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: Ah, uh, It's all right, man. I, people were pressuring me to be on this show. I felt like if I didn't do it, oh, there'd be some ramification. No, they weren't pressuring me. Uh, people like the Blue Meanie were just letting me know you had an awesome show and they thought it should, was something I should participate in.
2: I love the Blue Meanie. He's one of my good friends and uh, he's a great wrestler.
0: Yeah, he sure was. He sure was. But we're not going to spend our whole time talking about the Blue Meanie, are we?
2: <laughs> no. Uh, I Wait. just have a few questions uh about your career.
0: All right, let's go for it.
2: All right. So, what were you thinking when you were running back, smiling? Uh, running back into the Hell in a Cell against the Undertaker when you got uh, off. The-
0: oh, oh, yeah. When I rolled off the gurney, yeah. Uh, listen, I was. You know what I was thinking, Giovanni. I was thinking that the worst part of my night was over, and then. <laughs> First, After that, I had uh, I told Mr. McMahon and the Undertaker that if I could get off that gurney, I was going to do it. I was going to attempt to climb that structure one more time. That was that was a pretty incredible moment. Right. Like that crowd just came alive. They couldn't believe it uh, that we were heading back up there. So it was definitely a great, uh, you know, it didn't turn out well for me that night. But over the course of the last 24 years, I'd say it turned out pretty good for me.
2: Yeah, it was one of the most legendary matches in wrestling history.
0: It was. Now, how old were you when that took place?
2: Um, what year was that?
0: 1998. So would you have been 12, 13 at the time?
2: Not even thought of yet.
0: We weren't even thought
2: of you, uh You recall this
0: match, we're talking about it. So it must have had some kind of profound effect on people, right?
2: Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I was born in 2007, and me and my family still watch it, like, every year, at least once a year.
0: All right. Now, remember those teeth? Uh, one of them ended up uh, nestled in my nostril? Yeah. Open. Yeah? Oh. That's 24 years after the fact, my friend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. So...
0: A Pro One Hour Tease box right there. That's uh, Pro Wrestling Tease. That's their official company name, One Hour Tease. You can see I've got some goodies in the box. All right, fire away, my friend.
2: Um, Was it planned for you to end the match being carted off, or uh, were you supposed to run back in?
0: You're talking about when I came running back in at the yeah.
2: end of the
0: Well, they, you know what? They did try to, you know, they tried to carry me out. And then I said to uh, referee Mike Chioda came to aid me and he said, they're bringing a stretcher out for you. And I said to Mike, I said, have I already been on a stretcher? And he said, yeah. And I said, "I, I can't be on two stretchers in one night. And the crazy thing is, Giovanni, I have no idea where that mindset came from like I have no idea where the one stretcher a night rule came from but apparently that was in my head so uh that was just pretty I was gonna say B-A-D-A-S-S but I don't <laughs> want to say a family show but I think it's, pretty, pretty, it's a pretty cool concept no 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 just one one stretcher for me And uh, I guess I convinced a few people in the back that I still had it in me to uh, not really run out, but I limped out and I got the job done.
2: Yeah, the smile while you were doing it was the best (laughs) thing ever.
0: Yeah, I don't think. uh, Yeah, I think it was me grimacing and it looked like a smile. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for noticing.
2: Yeah, it was legendary. Um, what did it feel like to do the people's elbow with the rock?
0: Oh, he invited me to do it. I think that was an impromptu ad lib, uh, by the rock. Uh, The one where we dropped the elbows on uh, simultaneous elbows on the big show. Yeah. That felt really good. It felt like I was being accepted because prior to that, Giovanni, uh, like I would try to emulate the rocks, catchphrases. He would cut me off. And then he let me come in and drop the people's elbow. I think that was a, that was a really good moment, not just for me, uh, but for Dwayne as well. And uh, since he hasn't had much going on in his life the last 10 years or so, I'm really happy that I could uh, supply that moment for him.
2: Yeah. Um, I loved you and The Rock together uh, when you said for the millions and then the, tr- the crowd said for the trillions and then uh, – <laughs> And then The Rock said, no, 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 you can't say that. (laughs) That was the best.
0: (laughs) We did a lot of fun stuff together. And I believe I'm going to be, not me, but Mankind will be on an episode of Young Rock coming up. So people can look out for that.
2: Yeah, I'll be excited for that.
0: Yes. Hey, and weren't you going to help me plug my own uh, show I have coming up?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, What are you planning to do with your new show, and uh, what inspired you to start a podcast?
0: Foley, Foley is pod. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say when it's on yet, but we believe we're going to make a pretty strong debut, and I think what inspired me was just having fun uh, telling stories on shows like yours. And I was like, hey, man, why give Giovanni uh, this exclusive when I can be telling myself? Yeah, he's yeah. doing all pretty well for himself. He's got all these autographed uh, goodies in the back. Like, what about me? What about Mick Foley? So I think uh, that was part of the inspiration was just seeing uh, that I liked it and that people liked hearing me tell uh, stories. And, and uh, you know, I've done a couple practice runs and we have really had a good, a good time doing these things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I cannot wait. I'm going to listen to every single episode.
0: All right. I'll try to keep the bad language to a minimum for your
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what was it like to be a part of the Rock and Sock Connection?
0: Wow. It was really, it was really cool, Giovanni. Uh, neither one of us knew it was going to take off like it did. And a lot of things take off, but they're not remembered that much. You know, a year down the line, one year down the line. And here's something we did 24 years ago, which maybe it was 23 years ago. I don't know the exact date. And people are still talking about it. So that's cool. Hey, how would you like to break an exclusive story?
2: I would love that.
0: Hey, I put it out on Twitter today. But uh, do you watch AEW wrestling?
2: Yeah. Did
0: you see Chris Jericho unveiled the Jericho Appreciation Society?
2: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Did you know there was another wrestler who had an appreciation society in 1991? Who was it? It was me, the Cactus Jack Appreciation Society. So, Ken, I want you to throw up the uh, cover of our newsletter. We even had our own credo, which goes We are the Cactus Jack Appreciation Society. We like to drop elbows in all forms, shapes, and varieties. We are the Cactus Jack Appreciation Society. Ah, I can't remember the rest of it. Uh, preserving the old, the old ways for me and for you, protecting the new ways. What more can we do? Yeah, yeah. It's little something I lifted off a song from the Kinks from like 1967 called the Village Green Appreciation Society. So therefore, I'm accusing Jericho of stealing from me having stolen from the Kinks. This goes all the way to the top, my friend. This is a major scandal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) Okay, Um, you can go back to the line of questioning, but now you've just broken a major news story.
2: Yeah, that is crazy. So what was the highlight of your career?
0: Oh, man, I've been lucky. I've been really lucky. Uh, that even after I think I'm done, I've been able to have some uh, great moments like uh, uh, addressing the crowd at Madison Square Garden when, when I was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I had that really cool moment at WrestleMania 2016 where I got uh, You know what? The truth is, I was so busy stomping a mud huddle hole in, uh, in uh, the <laughs> League of Nations that I forgot to walk it dry. Uh, that was my only regret. But looking out there at one hundred and one thousand fans, and I was there, shoulder to shoulder with Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. That was a pretty epic moment too.
2: Yeah, Shawn Michaels is definitely one of my all-time favorites.
0: Do you say that to every guest you have on here?
2: Um, no. Are you sure? Yeah. So
0: who have you had on that you have not told was an all-time favorite?
2: Um. I I wish that I could get Shawn Michaels on. He would be a cool guest. Um, I I think. No, I probably have told everybody that they're my. Uh, own, my favorite. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> be honest. there, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni, where do you live?
2: Um, I just moved from Pennsylvania to Indiana. What part of Indiana? Uh, Noblesville.
0: Where's Noblesville? What, po- what, what part of the state?
2: It's about 30 minutes from uh, Indianapolis. Oh,
0: okay. I get out to Indianapolis every year or so. So hopefully we'll see you at a convention or one of my events. You should go to Santa Claus, Indiana. That's a, They have a holiday world there. It's an amazing theme park. And I'm a natural born Hoosier myself. I was born in Bloomington.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't think that's too far.
0: Yeah, it's about an hour away, maybe less for you. But yeah. okay, I'll get back to your regular programming. What are the other questions?
2: We definitely have to meet up though next time um, you're in Indianapolis. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. So I heard that you go to Knobels in uh Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, yeah. So I was just talking about Holiday World, which was an ama- is an amazing park. But Knobels, oh my goodness uh the, it started out like uh, uh holiday world started out as santa claus town or santa claus land in 1953 or so and knoble's been doing it even longer than that i think this is their 90th anniversary and it's just an incredible spot the family owned and run they don't even charge they don't even charge a mandatory admission which means you can pay for an all day you know all day tickets or rides and whatnot, but, they want uh, people who are, you know, parents who won't be reading and writing. They want uh, grandparents to be able to come and pack a lunch. And they can literally go for no money at all. And that's just something the family feels strongly about.
2: Yeah, I used to be uh, about a half an hour away from uh, Noble, or uh, Knoebels. And uh, we used to make a few trips every summer and it was just amazing.
0: I just did a two page little layout in my. Uh, look at this. There's Knobos right here. There's my son, Mickey, and I. Uh, and then here are the other pages. We're going down the uh, log flow.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah we are big time, big time. Yeah.
2: What's your favorite ride?
0: Uh, you know what? I can't do the big rides anymore because some of the dumb things I did during the course of my career. So my <laughs> roller coastering days are over, except for. Flying Turns, which is a really mellow, but you know, bobsled ride made uh, uh, using lumber from Canobles own lumber yard. They they manufacture, you know, they put the ride together there on site. Really incredible. So I hope to go back. I try to get there, uh, you know, every year. I missed a couple of years because, or I missed a year because of the pandemic. But I was there last year, and we're hoping to go in the fall this year.
2: Yeah, it's always a good time um i don't know if you have ever uh been on the twister at canobles but it is the (laughs) best ride
0: but it rattles me around too much yeah now it rattles me around but i've got some great uh photos of me and the family on the twister from years ago
2: yeah it's a great ride uh always the anticipation going up to it is the scariest oh i
0: know but it's great sometimes you get there and Late afternoon, and there's hardly any line at all. And I love the Phoenix. It's just this great field. You know, they've got a great assortment of food there. Not a lot in the way of healthy foods. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you deserve it, right? We deserve a day off every now and then. Like mm-hmm. I eat diet these days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's an awesome uh, awesome question. I love that place.
2: Yeah. Um, So. My buddy Pat McAfee is fighting in WrestleMania. What do you think his chances are at winning
0: against Austin Theory? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mister McMahon sees an awful lot in Austin Theory. Maybe he is just set up. Yeah. For doomed to failure, I don't really know. You know, I mean, uh, Pat's a real perfectionist. He puts his all into everything he does. When he had a chance to wrestle uh, in NXT, it was a really great accounting. And so I'm sure uh, he will be and um, he will he will have a good match.
2: Yeah, I think he will, too. Um, Are you going to mania? Huh?
0: Are you going to Mania? I wish. Oh, what kind of Mania it is without Giovanni there?
2: I've never been to WrestleMania, but I hope to go sometime soon.
0: I hope so. We need to bring you in as part of the media, right? <laughs> yeah. What? I think once this episode hits and you go skyrocketing up the charts, uh, next year this time you'll be like, "Yes, I want a seat and I want to cover it and make it good."
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Good.
2: Yeah. Right. Um. That's it, man. Uh, those are all my questions.
0: Well, I, you know what? We could have talked all day, couldn't we?
2: Yeah.
0: Who's, who's this Mills fo- fellow I see uh, with a framed jersey behind you?
2: Jalen Mills. Uh, he was my favorite cornerback at the Eagles, um, but now he plays for the Patriots.
0: All right. We're going to have to get you a Foley shirt up there. Does yeah.
2: That's good? I'd love that.
0: <laughs> hey, when is this airing, my friend?
2: Um, It should be airing in the next day or two.
0: All right. Well, you know how to get in touch with me, right? And so yep. just uh, DM me the link and I'll make sure I get it up there. Okay, my friend?
2: All right. Thank you. All right.
0: Thanks for having me on. And Thank you. Uh, have a nice day. Yeah.
1: Without the ones like you who work
0: tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.